Hey, this is Omar, and this is, and that's okay. You're listening to a podcast about life, mental health, and taking care of ourselves. Hi, this is Omar, and here's another episode of And That's Okay. And I have a special guest, someone I've worked with and someone I've become friends with, um, Patrick. And him and I have worked together for a little bit, like I said. Say, what's up, Patrick? Hey, how's it going? Hey, so what we're going to talk about today is growth. Um, And we're going to come from it from a couple different angles, self-care and some, um, you know, in life. And so before we go any further, I just wanted to point out if you're interested in connecting with and that's okay you can go to the instagram page or the tiktok page and if you're interested in giving us uh and that's okay some support there's a merch shop on etsy and that's also and that's okay also i just wanted to point out that what we're going to be doing and what we're going to be talking about, we are not going to be, we're going to avoid saying the name of our jobs if we start talking about our jobs, and then we're going to avoid saying the name of people. And then this isn't a podcast where we're trying to sit around and diagnose other people. And then also we are um, going to be talking about how we take care of ourselves. And these are hints at talking about ourselves or stuff that we tried. And these are suggestions. So, to get into the topic of growth, Patrick, is there an experience in life that you've had where growth has been really important uh, from one point to the next? Definitely. I am originally from the East Coast, from the Washington, D.C. area, and I feel like in that type of environment, growth is typically defined of in the terms of career success, how you are bettering yourself. And over the years, I've had to redevelop being in the social work field, in the clinical setting, what growth means to me personally and my journey along with the clients I've worked with as well. So it sounds like you're trying to make this, uh, not trying, but you're in the process of making this transition from this mindset of it's your career, that's how you show you're successful and you grow within your career to more of a a clinical setting, like you said, where you're, what's that mean? What's that, that growth going to look like as me as a person who's trying to get into more of the mindset of the mental health field? Yeah, for sure. I think that the role of growth is very important, but we see it in the term of goals where we need to get from point A to point B. And that does play a valuable role uh, in your personal life. But I've also noticed the ways where it t- takes away from the relationships between myself being um, centered with myself along with clients and having them so focused on trying to achieve a certain goal that they are missing personal ways that they can grow and 
not recognizing the journey in the process. They're just more focused on getting to that end goal, if that makes sense. Yeah. So like the human experience to it. So it's not just I am here to do this this task that I got to get done and achieve that task so I can move forward. It's more along the lines of, from what I'm understanding of, what am I gaining from this? How am I finding and discovering different things about myself in the process? And what's that growth mean to me is what I'm hearing. Yeah. You put the words very well yourself. I see growth from a very humanistic perspective. I think in our society today, I've recognized that sometimes growth and success are often interchanged and I would want to push back on that because I don't think growth always has to be shown in outward success, Um, especially in the mental health field. I think there is personal growth through navigating your own experiences, navigating your past, and to always have some type of three or five year plan where you need outward success is limiting the idea of growth. And that's ultimately what I'm trying to push for, a growth where we are both outwardly moving towards maybe a end goal, but also valuing ourselves and our relationships and those things that are actually very tough to measure. And I think we need to value those more in today's culture. Awesome. So it's, it seems like it's, you're looking for more of that inner experience, right? And so with that inner experience, you could go a lot of places with that. And so um, when you're talking about limits, what kind of limits do you see from an outward perspective of someone who's just so task uh, forward? And then we'll switch gears and then talk about how that inner growth can happen. Just to get some clarity on that question, are you asking... So you're saying giving it an example where someone is just focused outwardly and what they're missing in that process potentially? Yeah. 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 I see, again, I can only speak for my experiences or certain experiences that I've seen in others that when people, I feel like the value of the moment, the value of being present in the moment I've learned is something that is a gift. And when we are just focused on the future towards going towards a goal, that if we're missing the moment that we're missing one of the most important parts of our lives where we aren't just connected with ourselves and others and that over time leads us away from our goals because we're not as well connected with them in the moments that we have with them, if that makes sense. Yeah. So to go the other direction with this, what is the benefits for the inner growth that you feel like people can gain from being able to have that focus and, you know, the sky's the limit type of thing? Yeah. Uh, so going back to personal experience, I've actually recently started a meditative practice, which is very uncharacteristic for me. I have a tough time sitting still. I'm a person who wants to know the benefits of the actions I'm taking. But what I've realized speaking to my limited experience in meditative practices is being able to connect with oneself is one of the greatest gifts. I started it with the mindset of like, oh, I want to improve my mental health and clarity. 
But the more and more I like get in that process, the more I realize that I'm going to continue using this word connected. I feel more connected with myself. I have more clarity of my priorities, which goes towards that idea of growth with what I value and seeing, getting a clarity on that to see where, even if what I'm aiming for is truly something that I want and being able to have that reflective state um, has been very beneficial for me. So yeah, that's an experience I can speak to. Awesome. So I've tried meditating before. It hasn't gone well for me. <laughs> what What are some suggestions that you could give? You know me with uh, meditating. What, what with your experience in itself, like how you're how do you do you're that? saying I'm an expert now, huh? <laughs> yes, because I'm not really good at it. So I want to know how I can get better at it. <laughs> perfect, perfect. I always love your laugh, Omar. Thank so you. I, for me. I had to talk with a few different people. One of the difficulties, and again, I'm still navigating this experience, is being alone with my own thoughts is very difficult and not, I'm also a person who needs a certain structure. So if some people, I kind of had this idea of, oh, you're going to sit down and just reflect on your thoughts for 20 minutes. That can be a form of meditation. What I've learned is there's different forms and you can tailor it to fit you. I've used certain apps, which I won't name because of monetary reasons, that give you structured times where I've learned some of, some of the practices don't work for me. But having structure, at least in my experience, and having another voice guide me through it helps me build the practice because it's, it's a habit of a way of thinking. So then I try to even implement it outside those times, but I know that... 15 minutes every day, I'm going to sit down and go through a meditative practice. Interesting. So I want to go back to being alone with my own thoughts. And I know a lot of people, even people listening to the podcast, can relate to that. Like, there are people out there that, you know, can sit with their own thoughts and can do it for a long period of time. And then there are other people that that's hard to do. And they're like, I need to be distracted. I need to stay busy. Where do you fall in between that or around that? I am very much on the distracted end. I, you can always see two sides of something. So I like to think of myself as a person who likes to reflect, critically think on the opposite end of it. When I am not in a good space, that tends to become overwhelming and I'm not able to put a pause on those thoughts. Got it. So how do you get some momentum in that? And with, you said it was 15 minutes a day. Did you work up to that 15 minutes or was that your, is 15 minutes a day, like your starting point? 15 minutes a day is a starting point. So this going back to the idea of growth and the benefits of where you can set a goal and it can go well, the core setup is it's 30 days of meditating. So you have it 15 minutes each day. So that where I can see to develop a habit where you set an end goal and a little part of me like wants to get to that end goal. It will feel good when I'm like, oh, I've completed these 30 days and that kind of motivated the first few days. But then as of recently, I've noticed the benefits of the practice where I'm like, oh, I'm actually just wanting, I'm actually looking forward to taking this moment to put aside, focus 
on myself, care for myself, instead of just trying to reach for that end goal, which again, I want to build that practice. That is a goal of mine, but in, I don't want to lose focus of trying to get to that end goal and actually like build upon that journey as well. I like that. I like that. The idea of like, it shifted. So you started at, um, I want to, I want to do this and I want to get to the end goal of, of 30 days. And now it's, this has become a part of me is what I'm hearing. And I, 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 to, to reach back from what we were talking about at the beginning, I think that's where you're trying to speak to as growth of it's not just, I just achieved this task. This is a part of who I am now. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Again, very well said with that. So I definitely even right now reflecting on it, see it as a gift with this specific practice and seeing the change. I, it's something I'm doing for myself. It's something that I feel good about even speaking about it right now where I'm doing something to better myself. Again, going to the idea of growth and in the moment reflecting on this statement, I just see this as a special opportunity where I can see my own growth and it's something that's special to me and something that matters to me. And oftentimes in life, I haven't tried to prioritize myself. And even this question helps me see how I'm bettering myself, focusing on myself. It's not actually a selfish act, but something that's intentional in bettering me and making ultimately me feel good about myself. So to wrap this up, um, what's a suggestion you would give to someone who's listening to this podcast about growth? What are some, some points that you would say to someone to like, Hey, if when you're looking into growing to something, or you're looking to try something like you did for meditation, here's some suggest. here's a suggestion for you. For sure. I, everyone comes from a different standpoint. Looking back at my journey, I think oftentimes I thought that I had to promote growth just by myself, that it didn't have to be in community. It didn't have to be with other people. That's one suggestion is having someone who's able to care for you, who's able to speak into your life to build that practice of growth. Because if it's something new to you and depending on what place you are in life, it's going to be a difficult process to just start on your own. So if fortunate enough, look for people who you believe can speak into your life well Another area is try to, when defining growth, don't try to put pressures that you feel like what society says what growth is. I would definitely take a time to reflect to see what your values are. Those are something I always try to intentionally tell people. Everyone has their own values. I try to tell them to live by them. So take time to reflect on that. And then through your values, see where you want to grow be intentional about taking certain actions. So those would be probably the two suggestions I would give. Awesome. Thank you so much, Patrick. Um, Would you like to come back and do another uh, subject or just, uh, I would love to have you come back and like talk about your journey through life so that like we can continue this discussion or we can come back and talk about growth again. What do you think about that? Definitely. First off, Omar, thank you for this opportunity to speak. I really appreciate who you are as a person, along with uh, your ability to just 
open up and take the initiative to start this. And I would definitely like a, another opportunity to come and speak. I really appreciate that. Thank you. There are things we can do to take care of ourselves. And sometimes it takes time to figure it out. And that's okay. Okay.